Okay, we begin with a sort of a, a halachic uh, um, rejoinder, and that is that the Ramah, by the way, tonight is the yard site of the Ramah, aside from being the yard site of Rav Shemar Yechai, tonight is the yard site of the Ramah, Moshe Isserlis, and Lag Boimer. And the Ramah tells us, and Salach and Shulchan that if somebody is asked on a certain night, what night of the Omer is it? One should not respond, tonight is, you know, Lamed Hei tonight is the second day of the Omer, because by doing so, one has in fact already fulfilled the mitzvah of Spirit Omer, without a bracha. And therefore, the Shulchan Aruch tells us that if somebody, somebody needs to say what day of the Omer it is, he should say yesterday was such and such. However, tonight, because we're going to be discussing Lagba Omer, and obviously we would like to be able to say tonight is the following holiday. We will follow the advice of the Mishnah Brewer. And the Mishnah Brewer says that if one has specific intent not to be Yotzei the Mitzvah, even if they say tonight is such and such, and such they could still continue counting with a bracha. So first of all, anytime we say what tonight is, we have specific kavana not to be Yotzei the Mitzvah of Surah Plus the Mishnah Brewer says anytime you need to count the weeks and you say what night of the Omer it is, you also will not be fulfilling the mitzvah, okay? So with that, Harini Moiser Moedam Ikan Ve'elach, that when we say tonight is Lag Ba'imah, we have no intention to fulfill the mitzvah of Svira. Okay. Also, just want to remind the Olam, even though normally Marav is 9.15, tonight we have an exp- extended shear, right? Amen Kemach Ein Torah, Miklalav which means the more food we have, the more Torah we have. So tonight, Mertz Hashem, the Marav will be at 9.30. Okay, Lag Boimer. Lag Boimer. Mysterious holiday. What exactly is it? What is this day all about? Chsam Soifer in the Chubas Chsam Soifer says he has no idea what Lag Boimer is all about. He doesn't even know. And yet, even the Chsam Soifer writes on a deeper level, there has a very deep significance to Lag Boimer. And Rabbi Sai, what we're about to do this evening, do not try it at home, okay? Although our normal shiurim may be discussed halachic topics, hashkafic topics, today we're going in the zechus of Lag Ba'imer, in the zechus of the Taner of Shimba Yechai, we're going to enter very slightly and get a little bit of a taste, get a little bit of a tam for some of the more spiritual and mystical aspects of the Torah. We want to know what exactly is Lag Ba'imer. What is Lag Ba'imer? So we begin with the comment of the Bnei Yisachar the founder of the Munkach dynasty. And the Bnei Yisachar says the following. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai went over to his five Talmidim and he said, please go out and see. What is the good path that man should cling to? What is truly good in life? What is true taiva? What is good? Rabbi Yisachar, if we were posed with such a question, what is truly good? Where would we turn? The Torah. What does the Torah have to say about what is truly good? So we would open up our Chumashim and we would like to turn where is the first time in the Chumash that the word Taiv is mentioned? Right? Open up Bereshus. Start from the beginning. Where is the first time Taiv is mentioned? Vayar Elohim Eshaar Ki Taiv. God saw the light was good. Says the Yisachar. How interesting. Which number word is the word taiv in Parshas Bereshis? It is the 33rd word of the Torah. That means there are 32 words before the word taiv. Now, the word taiv, how do you spell it? Tes, vav, vez. What is the numerical value of taiv? 9, 6, 2. 17. What number word is it? Number 33. You count 32 words. Kaminyan, lave, heart. You add taiv, which is 17. Lave, taiv, a good heart. 49. These are the 49 days of Sfirah Sa'imah. Lave, taiv. Says the Bnei You count 32 words. Kaminyan, lave, heart. Plus, the word Taiv is 17. These are the 49 days of Svir Saimar. In other words, what the Torah is telling us is if you want to get to what is truly Taiv, what is truly good, you need to somehow get to the number 32 
And once you've gotten beyond the number 32, we're ready for Toiv, which is 70. Says the Bnei Yisachar, what does this mean? What is this talking about? He brings down a very well-known or not so well-known concept that the Sefer HaYetzirah tells us, and we've mentioned this in the past, there are 32 Nesivos HaChachma, there are 32 pathways of wisdom. Okay? 30, in fact, we once, met, once mentioned from the Shla HaKadosh, any dentists over here? Right? How many teeth do we have? 32 teeth. The Shla says to teach you that the mouth was created for one purpose, to speak Divrei Chachma. That's why, you know, maybe this will be the biggest Chiddush you'll hear tonight. That's why the final two teeth, they're called the wisdom teeth, right? You know, nowadays most people don't have any wisdom teeth anymore, you know, it just goes to show. But we have third, there are 32 pathways of Chachma. Once you've conquered and gotten beyond the 32 pathways of Chachma, you are ready for Taiv, 17. Now let's look carefully. God saw the light was good. What did Hashem do with the light? God put the light away, says Rashi. What is this light referring to? This refers to the Arhaganos, the secret, powerful light that Hashem has hidden away for the Tzadikim Lavai. In other words, there is some kind of mystical light that God decided is not for the world at the time of creation, and He put away that light for La'asad Lavai. In other words, once you've gotten and conquered the 32 mainstream pathways of Chachma, now you're ready for Taiv. What is Taiv? The secrets of the Torah. In other words, if you want to have a full understanding of the Torah, you need to do two things. Number one, A, Lamed Beis, you need to conquer the 32 pathways of Chachma. Once you've conquered that, now you're ready for Taiv. The secrets of the Torah. Says, the Bnei Yisachar, now we understand. If it takes 32 days to conquer the wisdom of the Torah, and another 17 days to conquer the secrets of the Torah, that means Lag Ba'imer is the day that the light of the secrets of the Torah began to be, began to be revealed to the world. It started to, to um, glimmer. It started to shine. This is when this light started to shine. Until then... 32 days working on the pathways of wisdom. Once the 33rd day comes, that is when the secrets of the Torah begin to be revealed to the world, and that is the R, which is Taif. That is the Taif. Says the Bnei Yisachar, it is no wonder then that our tradition is that the Tana, Reb Shimon Bar Yechai, who his day of Petira was Lag Ba'imer, he passed away on Lag Ba'imer. By the way, many people think Reb Shimon Bar Yechai wrote the Zayar, he did not write the Zayar. It was written by his student, Rabbi Abba, and Rabbi Shimba Yechai, on the day of his Petira, instructed Rabbi Abba to record the secrets of the Zayar. Why on Lagva Oimer? Because this is the day that we've completed <laughs> the 32 Nesivos HaChachma. Now is the time where the light of the secrets of the Torah begin to shine. And that is why Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai calls his Sefer Zayar. What does Zayar mean? The great light. Because this is the time, this is the time of the year that this great light began to be revealed to the world. And that is why, if anyone looks in the Zayar, what is Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai called? He is called the Baitsina Kadisha. You ever hear that expression? Baitsina Kadisha, which means the great light. Because he is the one who began to illuminate the world with the great light of the secrets of the Torah. Says the Bnei Yisachar, now we understand the Pasuk in Tehillim. Gal enai v'yabita niflois mitarasecha. David HaMelech says, uncover my eyes so I can behold the secrets of the Torah. Gal is what number? 33. When we get to the number 33, v'yabita niflois mitarasecha, we will behold and begin to understand and encounter and have a taste for the great light of the secrets of the Torah. Okay? And that is what the Bnei Yisachar adds, that if Rav Shem passed away on Lag Ba'imer, we can safely presume he was born on Lag Ba'imer as well, although there is no historical evidence to this. But the Bnei Yisachar conjectures that if Rav Shem was passed away on Lag Ba'imer, he was born on Lag Ba'imer, because we know Hashem is Mamale, Shnei Sem Shel Tzadikim, 
Mishana Lashana Umidar Ladar. Okay? So this is, this is the comment of the Bnei Yisachar, and he adds the following, and he says that if you look in Sefer Bereshis, it says, Vayar, right? Take a look. Pasuk Beis. V'ha'aretz ha'isa sayhu. The earth was... What does sayhu mean? It was astonishingly... Bayhu, empty. The Medrash says, sayhu refers to the Gullus of Bavel. Bayhu refers to the Gullus of Persia. Chayshech refers to Greece. Tahayim refers to our current exile. And after that, what does Hashem say? Vayar Elohim es ha'ar What is the R? The R is the light of Mashiach, which Rabbi Shimon Bayechai, through revealing the secrets of the Torah, will usher in the era of Mashiach. Ad kan divrei habnei yisachar. In other words, the job, the contribution of Rabbi Shimon Bayechai to this world is he reveals the secrets of the Torah through which he brings the great light of Mashiach. Okay? And hence we find... By the way, if any newcomers for the Shia, this is not what we usually talk about. This is a, especially in the Zechus of Lagwan. We find a comment in the Zayar. Okay, if you look at number two, and we'll see, although there are thousands of comments in the Zayar, you'll see why we picked out this one. The Zayar tells us the following. It's in Parshas Nasa. He says, Ubegin, on the, on the sixth line, Ubegin, De'asidin Yisrael lemitame lane dechaye, Because Klal Yisrael will taste from the tree of life, which is what? The Iyu Hai Sefer HaZayar, reference to the Zayar. Yifkun Bey Min Galusa Barachame, they will be redeemed from this Galus. So the Zayar tells us, in the merit of learning these secrets of the Torah, we will be redeemed. Okay, a nice statement. There are thousands of such statements in the literature of the Zayar. Why have we focused specifically on this one? For a very important reason. And that is one of the great Mikubalim of all time is someone we're very familiar with many of his farim, the Ramchal, right? With Moshe Chaim Lutzato, we're familiar with Mesilas Yisharim, with Darach Hashem, maybe even Das Tevunos. But we have to understand the Ram, but the main corpus of material that the Ramchal wrote was Divrei Kabbalah. He wrote many, many svarim. And in what many consider to be his most important work, called Adir Bamaran. The Ramchal begins by quoting this Zayar. Take a look at number three. That the contribution of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai to this world is by revealing this body of wisdom. He will usher in, he will bring in the Yemais HaMashiach and he cites this Zayar. Ubegin de'asidin Yisrael lemita me'ilane dechaye. Because Kalisa will taste from this tree of life. De'iyu hai sefer hazayar. Yifkun Beimin Galusa Barachame, they will be redeemed. In other words, this is obviously a fundamental principle. If the Ramchal begins his work called Ali Bamaran based on this principle, this is obviously a very important principle to know. Whether you learn the Zayar, you don't learn the Zayar, right? Whether it's beyond us, nevertheless, this is something that you should know. The Zayar is a very important limud for those who are worthy. Maybe we're not worthy, but for those individuals in this world, whoever they may be, they, by them learning the Zayar, they are ushering in the Yemais HaMashiach. Okay, very nice. This is a question we want to deal with at this moment. Reb Shimon Bar Yechai, he revealed this wisdom to the world. Reb Shimon Bar Yechai, does anybody know? He was a Tana. Was he an early Tana, a late Tana? Anyone know? Late. A late Tana, very good. Reb Shimon Bar Yechai was a late Tana. He had a Rebbe by the name of? Akiva. Rebbe Akiva. Rebbe Akiva was also a late Tana. Did the earlier Tanan, did they know this secret information or all of a sudden Reb Shema Yechai had some kind of revelation that he was the only one privy to this information? Obviously, this information was well known for generations. And the question therefore is, why was Reb Shema Yechai, why was he the one to commission his Talmud Rabbi Abba to write the Zayah? No, why didn't, you know, Hillel, Shammai, Reb Tarfain, Reb Meir, there are a lot of Tanan. Why Dafka Reb Shema Yechai? Okay, so that Rizal tells us something very interesting. He says, there are two kinds of souls. Okay? Whether we understand this, we don't understand, let's just hear the words and then we'll get into something more, more along uh, the lines of our thinking. There are two kinds of neshamos. Some neshamos come up from what we call ar makif, a surrounding light. Some come from an inner light, whatever that means. Says the Arizal. Reb Shimon Bar Yechai, he emanated from what we call ar makif. A surrounding light. 
Someone who emanates from what we call an armakif, he is able to write the greatest secrets and the most mysterious concepts shrouded in complete, shrouded in terms that no one else could comprehend. In other words, someone like Rav Shema Yechai had the unique ability to take a mystical secret and cloak it in cover after cover after cover after cover in a way where no one has any clue what he's talking about. That was the greatness of Rav Shema Yechai. It's not that he was greater than the earlier Tanaim. He wasn't greater. All the earlier Tanaim, says Arizal, knew this information. Rav Shema had the unique ability because of where he emanated from to be able to couch these deep concepts in terms that unless you have been initiated into this discipline, you have absolutely no idea what he's talking about. Says the Arizal, this is what the Zayar means. Yada le'astamra archai. That Rav Shema knew how to conceal his ways. In other words, it wasn't necessarily the depth of knowledge of Rav Shema that allowed him to write the Zayar. It was his specific talent to couch the secrets of the Torah in a way that made it incomprehensible to us. Okay. By the way, another important idea about the Zayar, the Ramchal tells us, what exactly is the Zayar? What is it? What are you, you know, you ever hear there are all kinds of these uh, Kabbalistics from? You have Raziel, and you have Pirkei Hechalos, and you have other Sfarim that we probably will never crack open. And what are they? And what is the difference between them and the Zayar? Says the Ramchal, a very important concept to know. And that is, there was somebody by the name of Rabbi Huda Hanasi. Right? Rabbi. What was Rabbi's contribution? The Mishnah. The Mishnah. He compiled the Mishnah. Now, is the Mishnah just a big book of all of Rebbe's opinions? No, of course not. It's the opinions of all the earlier Tanoim. Hillel, Shammai, Rav Tarfon, Rav Meir, all the Tanoim. All Rebbe did was he gathered all the Tanoim to one central yeshiva. And what was ever learned inside that yeshiva is called Mishnah. Whatever is learned outside of the yeshiva is called Brisa. That's a, the word Brisa means bar, outside. Whatever information Rebbe was able to gather and collect, he, all the Tanaitic material, he, he incorporated it into the Mishnah. It's not his opinion. He's merely incorporating all of the collective wisdom of the revealed part of the Torah. Says, the Ramchal, that is exactly what the Zayar is. The Zayar is not the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Yechai. It is Rabbi Shimon Yechai gathering together what he called Chevraya Kadisha, his holy fraternity, and he collected and amassed and gathered together all of the secrets in the ta- of the Torah into one central book in the same way that Rabbi Huda Hanasi created the Mishnahis. That is what the Zayar is. And the Ramchal says the Maila of the Zayar, even if you never open it up, it's, it's worthwhile to know what it is. The Maila of the Zayar over other Sifrei Kabbalah is other Sfarim are merely specific <coughs> branches of wisdom. You have Sefer HaYetzirah, you have others from the Sefer HaBohir, Sefer HaKona. They are not written as a commentary on the Torah. They are merely dedicated to various branches of wisdom. The Zayar, however, was the amassed wisdom of all the secrets of the Torah as a commentary on the Chumash. Okay? So with that introduction and with that Hakdama, we're ready to read the words of the Chida. Because if Reb Shem unique talent was basically he was able to write the Zayar in a way where no one knows what he's talking about, is there any purpose in ever opening up the Zayar? Okay? Now, whatever I'm about to say is, I'm not recommending this, but let's see what the words of the Chidah are. You know, you ever go to a, a Sephardi event, right? What are they all busy doing? Before you do it, you read the Zayar. After you do it, you read the Zayar. Middle, you're always reading the Zayar, right? It's full of reading the Zayar. Right? You have a boy, you have to read the Zayar. You get a new house, you have to read the Zayar. Whatever you do, you've got to read the Zayar. Ashkenazim, no. Right? We don't, we're, not, we're not into that. But Sfardim, they read. Now, do they understand it? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe no. But it's irrelevant. It's not important. You read it. Why do you read it? Says the Chidah. Look in the Moira Be'etzba. The Moira Be'etzba, the Chidah, is like the Kitzur Shochanar for the Sfardim. Says the Chidah. Limud Sefer Hazayar Meroimim Al It's the most exalted learning. Bishagam Layadamai Kamar, even though you have no idea what you're saying. 
So the Chidah asks, why? How could that be? You're telling me the Zayar has more Kedusha than the Chumash? That can't be. The Chumash, we know, is, are the names of God. Right? If you look, if you read Chumash, these are not just words. These are the names of God. Like, how do we know, Rabbi, so you have to make Berchah Satayra? What's the source? It says, Kishem Hashem Ekron, when you read the, the names of God, Havu praise Hashem. Meaning, when you learn Torah, which are the names of God, you have to praise Hashem. <laughs> says the Chida, no. There's a difference between Chumash and Zayah. What's the difference? Chumash is couched in a story. They are the names of God, but it's couched in a story. God created the world. There's a man named Noach. There's a man named Avraham. So when you're reading the Torah, your mind is directed toward the simple meaning of the Pesukim, away from the secrets. And therefore, the reading of the Chumash does not have that same effect. But when you read the Zayar, which is the secrets without being couched in a story, it may be couched in language, but not couched in a story, where the secrets are just sitting there, by you reciting them, they have exalted effects. And even though you don't know what you're saying, nevertheless, says the Chidah, it is limud, is the most exalted kind of limud. Okay, again, this is not recommended practice, but it's worthwhile to un- understand and know what the Gedalim tell us about the Zayar. Okay, we move on to something. What exactly is, if we were to define precisely what level is the Zayar on? You know, you know, the Gemara tells us there are 50 levels of Chachma, right? The Gemara even tells us there are 50 levels of Chachma. Moshe Rabbeinu got almost all of them. He got 49. So, you know, you want to define. What level is the Zayar on? Is it level 7? You give it a 23? Is it a 40? So we have a song that we sing on Lagba Oimer. And here we say number 7, Sheva Shabbosos Soid Chamishim. Reb Shemba Yechai, he enters the Holy of Holies. Seven sevens, the secret of 50. Okay, presumably that means that somehow this revelation of Shem brought to the world is on the 50th level of wisdom. Okay, I mean, how do we have a right to presume anything, you know, when it comes to these things? But, if you look at the words of the Chassam Soifer, the Chassam Soifer tells us very clearly that the Zayar is on the 50th level of Chachma. Chassam Soifer says, now listen to this, he takes what the Bnei Yisachar said and he takes it a step further. What did the Pasuk say? Gal, ain't I, uncover my eyes. Again, Gal is what day? 33 lag Oimer. The Abita, and what will I understand? Nifla ice. Nun pla ice. The 50 wonders of the time. Says the Chsam Soifer. The lag Oimer is the day that the 50th Shar of Chachma was revealed to the world. So again, Moshe Rabbeinu, he had 49. But, says the Chsam Soifer, the secrets of the Torah is what we call Shar Nun. The 50th level of wisdom. And this is highly problematic. Okay? from a very fundamental sense. What? You're telling me that Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest of all men, our teacher, the source of our Torah, reached the 49th level of Chachma, and the Zayar is on the 50th level of Chachma? And yet, look in the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah number 9. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah says, Nun bina nivru There are 50 gates of wisdom in the world. Ve'kulan nitnu they're all given to Moshe except for one. Shenemar, like the Pasuk says, God diminished Moshe a little bit less than God. Now listen to this. This is how the Shalal learns the Gemara. The word Elohim, what is the smallest letter in the word Elohim? Which letter has the least numerical value? Aleph. Aleph. So he took Moshe and he took away an Aleph from Moshe. In other words, Moshe only had 49. Okay, that's what the Gemara is saying. That nun shari bina nivru ba'ilam, there are 50 gates of wisdom, they were all given to Moshe except for one. So how do we accept, how can we accept such a thing? Reb Shema Yechai had the 50th level of wisdom, and Moshe Rabbeinu only had 49. To paraphrase the Gemara Masach Danida, how in the world could Reb Chia know something that his Rebbe, Rebbe didn't know? So we can ask the same question. How in the world would Reb Shema Yechai know a certain degree of Chachma that Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know. That's impossible. Especially in light of the fact that the Medrash tells us that any chidush, any Torah concept, any novelty, even that a student will ask his Rebbe for all time, Hashem had already revealed to Moshe Rabbeinu on Harsina. Look at number 11. The Medrash says, on the third line, uh, right, the third line from Mikra, Mishnah, Halachais, Talmud, Toiseftais, Agadais, Afilu Masha Talmud Vasik Asid Lamar Lefne Rabbi. 
Chumash, Mishnayis, Gemara, Taisefta, you name it. God told Moshe Rabbeinu, even what a student will ask his Rebbe on Harsinai, Kulan, Nemru, Lamoshe Bissinai, they're all told to Moshe Rabbeinu. Shenemar, how do I know? Like we say in Kohelas, in Kohelas, Shlomo HaMelech says, here's a guy, he gets up, he says, well, Rabbi, that was a great share. That's a new thing. I never heard that before, right? Reiza Chadash. What does the other guy say? No, come on. Kvar Every This was a somewhere in the world, right? Ein Chadash Tachas Hashemesh. There's nothing new under the sun. Any Torah concept, you could go to a shear today from the biggest Rosh Hashiva, and he could teach, tell you Pshat in the Rambam by splitting hairs, and he could re-revolutionize the world of Lamdos. Moshe Rabbeinu knew that on Harsina. And yet, so, and yet... What the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah tells us, Moshe Rabbeinu did not know the Sharnun, the 50th gate of wisdom, and Reb Shimon Bar Yechai knew the 50th How is that possible? Okay? Now, if you want to hear something really that sounds almost heretical, listen to this. Okay? And we're going to have to explain this. There's a Pasuk in Sefer Yeshaya. By the way, there's a wonderful Sefer out there called Sefer Yeshaya. Very good Sefer. I highly recommend it. Even though there are no Haskamas, but nevertheless, I think, you know, it's something that people should be aware of, right? Navi Yeshaya says, Ki Torah me'iti teitze. A Torah will come forth from me, God says. What does the word teitze mean? Come forth. We're missing one word. What does the word teitze mean? Go out. What? Go out. Almost, but we're still missing one word. Will go out. Will go out. Teitze, will go in the future. So God is saying, a Torah will come out from me. Now, what does that mean? I mean, our tradition, we say every morning, Yud Gimel Ikrim, the Torah we have will never be exchanged. There never will be another Torah. And yet the Navi says openly, a Torah will come forth. And the Medrash takes it further. The Medrash says, A new Torah will come forth. An innovative, revolutionary Torah will come forth. I mean, what does this mean? Can we say that? And the Chsam Soifer asks, on the spot, this is apikarsos. This is heretical. Chsam Soifer asks, one of the Yud Gimel Ikram is, an imamin be'amunah shalema, so what in the world does another Yeshaya mean? It's a big kasha. It's a major question. It's a fundamental question. I mean, this really gets to the root of our religion. I mean, there are other... What? There's, there's more than one? What's going on? Okay. <coughs> to make matters worse, and maybe to make matters better, Rav Shun Bar was not the only one who knew the 50th gate of wisdom. There was another individual who knew the 50th gate of wisdom. Take a look in the Medrash, in Bamidbar Rabbah. Says the Medrash, Devarim shalai niglu lemoisha, niglu the Rabbi Akiva v'chadera. Words that were never revealed to Moshe were revealed to Rabbi Akiva. Right? It's an open Medrash. Shenemar, like the Pasuk says in Eov, Bichal yikar ra'asa enay, his eye saw all preciousness. Who is that? This is Rabbi Akiva. So here the matter seems, says openly, Rabbi Akiva knew that which Moshe did not know. And again, we have to ask the question, how in the world did Rabbi, could Rabbi Akiva have known something that Moshe Rabbeinu did not know? By the way, the Chidah says a beautiful thing. He says, exactly what did Rabbi Akiva know that Moshe didn't know? So but before we get to the Chidah, Rabbi Shmuel Vital says what we've been saying, that... Rabbi Akiva knew the 50th gate, the Sharnun, which Moshe Rabbeinu did not know. Says the Chidah, that's how you read the Pasuk in Eov. Kol yaka ra'asainai, his eye saw kol, what's the word kol? Chaf lamed, gematria, 50, chaf lamed, 50, kol yaka ra'asainai, Rabbi Akiva had all 50 gates of wisdom. Okay, kol rasa. that's what it means. Okay. By the way, we've, although we've made matters worse, we've explained it to a certain extent. Because although we asked, how did Rav Shimra Yechai know the 50th gate of wisdom if Moshe didn't know? Very simple. His Rebbe taught it to him. 
Who is Rav Shemayi Chai's Rabbi? Rabbi Akiva. So the question now is not in Rav Shemayi Chai. The question is, where did Rabbi Akiva get it from? Right? How did Rabbi Akiva know it? By the way, I'll tell you something very interesting. The Chida also says a major Chiddush. And that is, the Gemara tells us in Yavamis that after Rabbi Rab Kiva's 24,000 Talmudim passed away, so he came to what we call Rabbi Senu Shebedarim, our sages in the south. Who were they? Rav Meir, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazar. Which Rabbi Shimon was that? Rabbi Shimon Bar-Yechai. And he started to teach them Torah, says the Chida, although it does not say in Shas the date that Rabbi Kiva started to teach his Talmudim, says the Chida, I will tell you what date it was. It was Lag Ba'ina. So the date that Rabbi Akiva began his relationship with Rav Shem Ha'echai was Lagba, Aymer. Okay? And we could make the case then that where did Rav Shimon get this branch of knowledge from? He got it from Rabbi Akiva. Okay, beautiful. By the way, there's a very interesting Gemara in Gitin. The Gemara says, look at this. Look at number 18. The of Rav Shimon said to his students, B'ni, my children, Shinu midoisai, learn my Torah. Shemidoisai, because my Torah, Terumais, is Truma, Mitrumais, Midois of Shor Akiva, from the Truma of the Torah of Rabbi Akiva. Now, what in the world does that mean? Right? You hear what Roshim Echai is saying? He's saying, My beloved students, please learn my Torah. My Torah is the Truma of my Rabbi Roshim Rabbi Akiva. The Oyev Yisrael, the Abderav, says the following What is Truma? Truma is a certain percent of. Right, you have, a, you have a, a field of wheat and you have to separate from it something which is Kaidash Kadashim. What percent? What percent? The average is 1 50th. You want to be generous, 1 40th. You want to be stingy, 1 60th. The average is 1 50th. Why 1 50th? Because if God created the world with the 50 gates of wisdom, that means everything in creation has in it a certain element of each gate. And the 50th gate is so holy that nobody could touch it. Even Moshe Rabbeinu can't get near it. Therefore, a certain percent of everything in the world we need to give away. We refrain from. We, give, we refrain 150th. Says the Sefer. By the way, I just want to point out, most of the information from tonight's year comes from a Sefer called Likute Ma'amarim Shevile Pinchas, written by Rav Pinchas Friedman. He is a Rosh Kailel of the Belzer Kailelim in Eretz Yisrael. Fantastic Svarim. Okay, this comes from three years worth, Tavshin Samach Tes, Tavshin Ayin, Tavshin Ayna. Okay, so he explains as following. What Rabbi, what Rabbi Shem Ba'echai is saying is, my Talmidim, you should learn from me more than anyone else. Because I have everything. I have all 50 gates. Because my Torah is the Truma, is the 50th level. Where did I get it from? Mitrumas Rabbi Akiva. Like exactly what we're saying. Where did Rabbi Shem get it from? His 50 gates of wisdom he got from his Rebbe, Rebbe Akiva. But again, Rabbi Isai, we're still stuck in the mud. Where in the world did Rebbe Akiva get it from? How could Rebbe Akiva know that which Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know? And what does it mean that in the future there will be Taira Chadasha Me'iti Tetzit? Okay, so we come to really Dvarim Niflaim from the Arizal and the Shlach HaKadosh. Okay? Fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> Says the Shlach HaKadosh. Look, number? number 21 and 22. We'll read it in 22. This way no one accused me of reading the Arizal inside. Okay, this I won't get in trouble. Okay, look at number 22. The Shlach HaKadosh says, and this is really a lesson in reading any Gemara and Shas. Listen to this. The Gemara says, 50 gates of wisdom. They were all given to Moshe except one. Says the Arizal. You know what? That's, you know, that's like... Excuse the expression, someone has an itch on their left ear and they use their right hand, right? Fifty get, they were all given to Misha except one? No. Say it straight. Say 49 were given to Misha. Why do you say they were all given to Misha except one? Say, no, they weren't all given except, that's not how you talk. Say 49 were given to Misha. Says the Arizal, it's a mistake to think that Moshe didn't know all 50 branches of wisdom. Of course, Moshe knew everything. He knew all 50 gates of wisdom. And by the way, you could bring a raya to this. Because when God diminished Moshe, it says, He took a little bit away from Elohim, but what does it say by Kabbalah Satayrah? He went all the way up. 
Another raya is, Vayedaber Hashem es kol hadvarim el Moshe, kol is 50. Moshe knew everything. But by the Chet Ho'egel, Hashem says to Moshe, Leich reid kishiches amcha, go down. Says the Shla, says Arizal. Leich reid, reid leich. What's the gematria of leich? Lamed chaf? 50, go down from 50. In other words, at the time of Kabbalah Satayra, Moshe Rabbeinu had everything. He knew everything. But, Kishiches Amcha, Klal Yisrael, who corrupted themselves, Moshe Rabbeinu was told, Leich Reid, go down from 50. Says the Ariza, says the Shah, did Moshe ever get it back? Of course he got it back on his last day. Listen to this. Vayal Moshe Me'arvois Moyav. What's the gematria of Moyav? 49. Vayal Moshe Me'arvois Moyav. To where? El Har Nevoi. Nunvoi. Moshe went up from Arvois Moyav. Moyav is 49. El Har Nevoi to the 50th level. So Moshe Rabbeinu, he started off knowing everything. Vayadav Hashem is Kol Advarim, all 50. God says, Leich Reid, go down from 50. But eventually, on the last day of Moshe Rabbeinu's life, Vayal Moshe Me'arvois Moyav, Moyav is 49, El Har Nevoi, Nun Bay. By the way, we could bring another riot. What was the name of Moshe Rabbeinu's main Talmud? Yeshua, what was his name? Bin Nun, what he should be called. Ben Nun, why Bin? Right? No one else in the world is Bin. Except for him, right? He got stuck with this name, Bin Nun. It says Chsam Soifer, it was a Maila. What does the word Bin mean? Lehavin, to understand. What did he understand? Nun, the 50th gate of wisdom that he received from Moshe Rabbeinu. It says Chsam Soifer. Yehoshua Bin Nun. But it was lost. But it was recovered. Okay? So now we have a little bit of a clue. We're not saying Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shimei knew something that Moshe didn't know. Moshe knew it. It was temporarily removed from the world. Moshe got it back. Maybe Yoshua had a glimpse of it. Ben Nun, fine. There was a one time when Moshe saw somebody doubting. Oh. Uh, How does he know that? Exactly. We're, we're not going to have a chance. You, you caught me on the one Maramak and I jumped over number 20, the Gemara Menachas, that uh, Rabbi Akiva was darshaning the Tile Tile, Tile Tile Halachas, I'll call Kites for Kites. Things that even Moshe Rabbeinu didn't understand. But when, when Rabbi Kiva said, what? Halacha l'mayshem yisinai, Moshe said, oh, now I know where he got it from. Now I know where he got it from. Okay? So ultimately, this 50th level of wisdom dates back to Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, now listen to this. When Moshe Rabbeinu reached the Sharnon on his last day of life, says, the Shla, so now you have the name Moshe, and the Nun is added. What happens when you take the word Moshe and you add a nun? Neshama. Neshama, soul. So, says the Ariza, Moshe Rabbeinu comes back in every generation in the guise of the God of Hadar. At this, when, at this moment, at this moment, when he reached the 50th level of, of wisdom, Moshe, the name Moshe, became Neshama. Says the Chida, oh, now I understand about 25 Gemaras and Shas. The Gemara, Abayi says a good Svarah, he gets a compliment. Moshe Shaper Ka'amet. Moshe, you're saying good. Rava says a good Svarah. They tell him, Moshe Shaper Ka'amet. Excuse me, my name's Rava. What are you calling me Moshe for? Says that Rizal. He says the Chida. Because he says a good Svarah of that caliber, we see there's a glimpse, there's a spark of Moshe Rabbeinu in him. That's what it means in Shas. Moshe Shaper Ka'amet. Because he had this 50th gate transforming Moshe into Neshama. By the way, I'll tell you a very interesting thing. If you look in Navi, it says Moshe Rabbeinu had a grandson. Gershon, the Navi says, Ben Eliezer, Ben Menashe. Ben Menashe? What do you mean Ben Menashe? It's not his name. Ben Moshe. That's the floating nun. Ariza says it's the floating nun. It got misplaced. got misplaced. Okay? The nun got misplaced. So now it's no wonder then, Rabbi Isai, how Rabbi Akiva, how Rabbi knew the Sharnun? This was not something that Moshe had no access to. Moshe knew it. His Talmud may have known it. He definitely knew it at the end of his life. 
And besides, there's a concept, we know there's a famous story with the Beis Yosef. Beis Yosef once struggled for weeks to try to answer a certain question. Finally, after a month, he answered the question. And the next day he goes to the yeshiva and there's a student. He asks the question and gives the answer on the spot. And the Beis Yosef almost fainted. It took me a month to come up with that. How did this guy get it so quick? So he was told, the Malach told him, very simple. Once you brought it down into the world, now it's available for anyone to take. You brought it down. Your hard work, you brought it down to the world. So once Moshe Rabbeinu, once Yeshua Benon, they brought it down to the world, it's available. It's available for the taking. Okay. By the way, although there's a concept that we mentioned, that Moshe Rabbeinu is found in every Gadol, nevertheless, there is one individual in history where Moshe Rabbeinu's presence was most prominent. The Arizal tells us, look at number 26, Reb Shimon Bar Yochai was the Nitzitz of Moshe Rabbeinu. He was the spark of Moshe Rabbeinu. And that is why their lives parallel each other almost identically. Reb Moshe Rabbeinu, he has to run away from the sword of Parai. He runs to the desert, that is where he achieves his greatness. Reb Shimon Bar Yochai runs away from the sword of the Romans. In the cave, that is where he achieves his greatness. And I'll just tell you, there's a sefer called Hilula, Reb Shimon Bar Yochai, Reb Margolis, he finds no less than 60 common denominators between Rav Shemba Yechai and Moshe Rabbeinu. And in fact, if you look in the Ramchal, the Ramchal writes openly, if one of the Chalakim of the Zayhar is called Raya Mehemna, the faithful shepherd. By the way, who is the faithful shepherd? Moshe! Why did the Zayhar call it Raya Mehemna? Because Moshe wrote it. It was the Neshama of Moshe Rabbeinu in Rav Shemba Yechai. That's what the Ramchal writes openly. To take a look, in number 30, in your leisure time, you know, you can take a look at that. <laughs> okay, we move on. By the way, I'll tell you another amazing thing. Rabbi Huda HaChassid had a son, Rav David. Rav David tells us that the cave that Rav Shimon Ba'echai hid out in was the cave that Moshe Rabbeinu saw the Rabbeinu Shalom Panim El Panim. Ah, you'll ask, but it wasn't the same cave because Moshe Rabbeinu saw in Midbar Sinai, Rav Shimon Ba'echai was in Eretz Yisrael. Says Rav David, if you understand, you understand, and if you don't understand, you don't understand. <laughs> so the way the Likute Mamarim explains it is that the Gemara tells us in Sachem, this is one of the uh, ten things that were created, Erev Shabbos, this was a special creation. We don't exactly know, maybe it's not limited by space, by Zman, but they, they shared this common denominator. It says Rabbi David, this is the cave Moshe Rabbeinu Hashem. That's why Eliyahu Anavi, when he had his revelation, he went to the same cave. And that is why Eliyahu Anavi keeps on coming back to Rabbi Shemar Yechai, because Eliyahu Anavi is saying, look, this is my hangout, you know, you're, you're in my place, so I'll tell you a couple of things. Okay. By the way, the Chida adds, that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Harsina, it says in Tehillim, Ali Salamaran, he went up to heaven. Who knows the next words? Shavi Shavi. He took a captive. What is, who's the captive? Shevi spells out Shimon Bar Yechai. <coughs> that is the connection between, between Moshe Rabbeinu and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechai. And by the way, Rabbi Yisai, let's ask the following question. Raise your hand. When you count Svira, do you say La Oimer or Ba Oimer? Raise your hand if you say La Oimer. Raise your hand if you say La Oimer. By the way, the Mishaburah says to say La Oimer. Svardim say Ba Oimer. Some of them. The Stipler said to do both. I do La'imer. The Mishnah says La'imer. I have a question for you. Why then does everyone in the right, everyone makes a big deal. I do La'imer, you do Ba'imer, right? This is a major, major dispute, right? Why is it that when it comes to Lag Ba'imer, we don't have this big machlekes? You say Lag La'imer, you say Lag Ba'imer. comes to Lag Ba'imer, everyone agrees, Kulayama Lepligi, it's Lag Ba'imer. Why is that? Lag Ba'imer is the Gematria Moshe. Lag Ba'imer is the Gematria of Moshe. If you put in the Lamed, you know, you lose the whole thing. <laughs> you lose the whole thing. Lag Ba'imer is the Gematria By the way, it's fine to point out, the night of the year that Lag Ba'imer falls out will be the coming year on Sukkot, the Yoshpizin of Moshe Rabbeinu. For the Svaradim. <laughs> okay? Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Okay. That means Moshe Rabbeinu, at one point in his existence, he had the 50th gate of wisdom. 
right? He had the fifth. But it was taken away. Now, Rabbi, so we know we have a tradition. How many letters are in the Torah? So if you count them, you get a little bit over 300,000. But actually, the Zayar says the word Yisrael stands for Yesh, Shishim, Rebai, Isis, Latira. Right? We know there's 600,000 main Jews. Each one has a connection to one letter. So all the Mepharshim ask, how could we say there's 600,000 letters in the Torah? Half of them are missing. Says the Chida, they're not missing. Moshe had them momentarily, but they were taken away. These 300,000 Oisiyais are the 50th level of Chachma that was removed from the world. Wow. Now where should these 300,000 Oisiyais be? Where was their place? <coughs> the Gemara tells us in the Sech the Shabbos, Vayihi bin Saya, the two psukim of Vayihi bin Saya, are safer b'snei right? Everyone thinks, Chamishei Chum it's wrong. It's not. There's seven books in the Torah. So open Gemara Masech the Shabbos. The Rashash even asks, he wants to change Chamishei Chum We have seven books in the Torah. You know what they are? Bereshis, Shemais, Vayikra, Bamidbar, before Vayihi ben the two psukim of Vayihi ben which is 85 letters. After Bamidbar, after Vayihi and Devarim. Says the Chida, the 300,000 letters should have been in Vayib and Saya. But this was the 50th gate that was taken away. Anybody know how the two psukim of Vayib and Saya are demarcated in the Torah? The two upside down nuns. To indicate what happened to the Shar Nun, says Rabbi Yainas and Ibishitz, it was Mishapech. The 50th gate was overturned. That's why Rabbi Yainas and Ibishitz says in the Tferas, Yainasan, Parshas, Parshas, Baha that the reason why we have two upside down nuns demarcating the two psukim by Ibn Saya is to indicate that that is where the 50th gate was removed from, overturning the two nuns. Look in the Sefer Torah. That's right. If the Sefer Torah doesn't have it, it's questionable. This is the Shar Nun that should have been in the Sefer Torah and it was taken away. Says Rabbi Yannis and Ibishitz, now we understand what the Navi Yeshaya means, Torah me'iti teitzei. A new Torah will emanate. Ask Rabbi Yannis But the Chassam Sefer asks that this is heretical. We know there can never be a new Torah. There can never be any new body of wisdom given to the world. Torah zu lo'itei Says Rabbi Yannis and Ibishitz. It's not a new Torah. It was hidden. It was hidden, it's the Ar Haganos. It's hidden in the Torah. It hasn't been re-revealed. The two nuns were upside down. Says Rabbi Yannis and Ibishitz. Take a look in Shir Hashirim. The Pasuk says openly exactly what we're saying. Take a look in number 32. The Pasuk says in Pasuk Beis and Shir Hashirim, Yishakeni Meneshika Ispiyo. We ask you, Banu Shalom, kiss us, from the kisses of your mouth. What does this mean? Right? We read it every year. What does this mean? Some of us read it every Friday night. What are we asking Hashem? Kiss us from the kisses of our mouth. Says Rashi of all people. Says Rashi, we met with God one, on one occasion in our history. When was that? Kabbal Satayah. We met with Him one on one, face to face. He kissed us. Panim el panim. But... Face to face, panim panim, with God. But God promises us there will be another occasion where He will reveal Himself similarly in the same awesome way and teach us. How, what do you mean teach us? But Teach us something that was withheld. Says Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, what is that? The Sharnun, the 50th gate. Says Rashi, what is that? Rashi says the same thing. Look in Rashi. Look in number 32. Muftachim me'itai. We are guaranteed by the Rabbanu Shalom. Lehoifia oid aleim. That he will reveal himself to us again. Levayer lohem soid te'ameha umistar safnuseha. That God promises us that one day he will reveal to us the secrets of the time. By the way, we say this in Davening. God will allow us to hear a second time 
Ein Ga'alti Eschem Acharis Kereshis. We ask the Chem again, Ani Hashem Lekechem. The same way at Kabbalah Satara, God revealed Himself and He said, Ani Hashem Lekechem. This will happen again. Again, this is, these are not... These are not the mysteries of the Torah. This is Rashi. Rashi is telling us there will be an occasion in our history where the Rebunisham will reveal himself and teach us the secrets of the Torah. Says Rabbi Yonason Ibishitz, this is what the Navi Yeshaya means. Ki Torah me'iti teitzei. A Torah will come forth, says the Medrash. Torah chadasha, a new Torah. A Torah that the world had a glimpse of. The world had a taste of. The world had some... But Yehoshua bin Nun, he was misponim. He thought a little bit about it, but that was removed from the world. But Rabbi Shimon bar Yechai, his contribution to the world as we began the shir was, was to reveal the 50th level of wisdom, which the Zayar tells us will usher in the time of the Gula Shalema, the ultimate redemption, because it is this branch of wisdom that will be the hallmark and the highlight of the Yemais HaMashiach. People think Yemais HaMashiach you know, what's going to happen? We're going to be free. We're going to be peaceful. This is what we're looking forward to. This is the great simcha that we're looking forward to. What we're looking forward to is Yishakeni Minashikai Spiyu. We're looking forward to this second revelation of Taira Me'iti Teitzei. And that is why, something very interesting. Somebody told me I have to mention something from Chasidus of Rapshitz. You know, what are the chances we're going to mention anything? I don't think we ever mention anything. But it's his good mazel. We have something from the Rab Shitzarebbe tonight. Right? We know the Luchais Rishainais had <coughs> this Taira that God gave Moshe Rabbeinu, right? The 50th level of wisdom. And we know these first Luchais were put in the Arain. What's the Arain? Ayer Nun. The light of the 50th level. That's what the Arain contained. The Ar Nun. And that is why Rabbi Isai, the Zayar tells us, like we began with, that uvegin da'asidin Yisrael lemitam e'lona d'chaye. When Kla Yisrael will taste from this great branch of knowledge, diyu hai sefer ha'zayar, yifkun bey min galusa barachame, they will be redeemed. That is the function of Mashiach. The function of Mashiach is to reveal this 50th branch of wisdom. Says Likute Mamorim, Mashiach stands for Mashiach Yegala. Shar Chamishim. Mashiach will reveal this 50th branch of knowledge. So we're mispalo that on this great day of Lag Ba'omer and the Zchus of the Tana, like we say in the Pizmain, His Torah should protect us and guard over us. And we should all be Zaycha to see the Biyaskayot Tzedek Mherbi Aminu Amen.